跟你这边平安。Peace to you, brothers and sisters. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. As we continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the message series, the family after God's heart. Let's continue the Are problems of parents. I'm not. I'm not defending the children. It's not that I'm defending the children. As children, they should be responsible for their lives. Failures of the children may have the responsibilities of the parents. There's a very interesting article that says, "Twelve secrets to raising the worst teenagers." And the author wrote this from a negative perspective. The author is an expert in dealing with juvenile offenders. And this author has more than ten years of experience. And this author also possesses professional expertise. Now this author teaches the parents. There are twelve secrets that you can learn if you want to produce the worst teenager. First. The child from infancy, you should try to meet all the child's need. And let the child feel that he or she is the center of the world. Yes, mid. You don't always mid. Whatever the child wants, you should give. Never disappoint your child. Daddy. Second. Yeah, 吹了，讲出这款的暗沉的话，排位，你用谦逊的眼光来看伊。Whenever your child says a curse, you should look at him with eyes of admiration. 我说今仔会讲排位。And sometimes your child will learn how to say bad words. 讲出款伤害人的话。And sometimes hurting words. 你唔通骂伊。You should never reprimand them. Allow them to say those words. You may even want to compliment your child that they could say such words at such young an age. Third, you should allow them to know that they have the freedom of choice when it comes to their religious belief. Parents should never choose Whatever religion your child should believe in, you don't care what whatever they believe in. It should be their own personal choice. Parents should never force their child to believe in Christianity. Fourth, never reprimand your children for their mistakes. Children have their own self-esteem or self-confidence. So as parents, you should never hurt them that they lose their self-esteem. 
你若实在错误的代志 ，Even if they really commit an error， 你得甲咪讲 ，You should tell them that， 唔是你唔对 ，It's not your fault， 是社会唔对 ，The society should be blamed， 是别人唔对 ，Others are at fault， 无你嘅代志 ，It's not of your fault。第六、第五、第七，当你今仔日出来，凊彩听咪家顺，耶稣都唔做美意的包容你。Even when your children scatter their plate, their things all over the the house, you should never reprimand them. As parents, you should patiently pick up the the scattered pieces. Allow them to experience and feel the parents. The parents' sacrifices. Children need not bear any responsibilities. Six. As parents, you should be open-minded. You should never restrict the freedom of your children. Whatever your child wants to do, allow them to do. If they want to take alcohol, allow them to enjoy booze. If they want to enjoy drugs, allow them to do so. If they don't want to come home to sleep, let them do so. You should not be too overly conservative. We are living in a modern age. Whenever the couple would fight, you should do it in front of your children. Why? You should not conceal or hide your family problems. You should let your children see the real problem of a marriage. So, if you want to leave, you may get out. Should you consider divorce, your children will not be surprised. And later on, when they themselves got married, they will not have false expectation or false concept of a marriage. If they want to divorce, allow them to do so. Eight. Give them as much money they want. So that they'll never be burdened or worried. Allow them to have this sense of security. Ninth. Provide them with luxurious items. Whether it's in clothing, they should be signature branded apparel. Whatever they use should be the most expensive ones. Why? You should not let them have self pity in front of your friends. Do not let them feel like they are loser or inferior to their peers. Whenever your children run into conflict with their friends or peers, you should run to protect them. Parents should defend and protect your own children. If they're at uh, at fault, it should be the fault of the other party. Parents should never ask their children to admit their mistakes. Because your children will lose face. Eleven. Whenever your children eventually become bad or bad elements of the society, you should never blame them, neither should you ask them to blame themselves. Because 
in the end, it's not their fault. And it's the sin of the original family. It's not his fault, but the fault of the society. Finally, you should share this with other people. Whenever there's a, a misguided teens in your, in your family, you should not be embarrassed or shame about it. You should boldly share this with others. So that together we can develop more bad teenagers. Of course, the article depicts the opposite, the, the uh, incorrect way of raising your teenager. If you will follow this in the opposite way and do it correctly, then it should be okay. As parents, as we humble ourselves before the Lord, we should admit and confess that oftentimes we have committed one or more mistakes mentioned earlier. May the Lord help us that we may teach and raise children who are after God's heart. Not just the responsibilities of the children. As parents, we need to help them. In your mind, how does a child after the heart of God behave? Does that mean that the boys should be very handsome? And the girls must be beautiful? And they should study well and academic, academically excellent. And every year they should end the school year as an outstanding student. After graduation, they land in the most coveted and excellent jobs. Which means it's a high paying job. And these children should be filial and obedient. Which means that children should follow and obey what their parents say. Whatever their parents would say, the children would obey. I don't know if you have any other requirements. Because many parents are dissatisfied with their children. You know the reason? Probably your requirements may be higher than what God requires us to do. Do you know the requirement that God has toward children? If you read the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 1 to 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy long life on earth. And these three verses, it mentioned two things. If you obey your parents in the Lord, you need to show your filial piety. And these two commandments may end up as one. And it is the both sides of a coin. 
And this great commandment means one thing. On one hand, you love God. On the other hand, you should love man. That's why God has only this requirement towards children. That is, to be a child who obeys his or her parents and who honors his or her parents. obeys and honor your parents. What's the meaning of obey and honor? First, let's take a look at the meaning of obeying your parents. In verse uh, 1 of chapter 6, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. God required the children to obey your parents. To obey their teachings. The Chinese has these two characters. The first character, Ting, means to listen, and the second character, Chong, means to obey. You use your ear to listen, and then you listen and put it in your heart. And Obey, the second character, second word, chong, means to follow with deeds or with your actions. Not just listening, but also doing with your deeds. <laughs> Chinese has this saying. You listen with your uh, left ear and the message would exceed from your right ear. Which means that after listening, you will not do it because it enters in one ear and exits in the other ear. The Bible does not require us to do, do, do so. God wanted us to act, to do it after listening. But there's a boundary, there's a scope. You should obey your parents in the Lord. What does it mean to obey your parents in the Lord? Verses 8 to 9 in Proverbs chapter 1 provided us with a very good explanation. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction. And do not forsake your mother's teaching. They are a garland of grace to your head and a chain to adorn your neck. Father's instruction is equal to the mother's teaching. So it connotes the same meaning. A father's instruction is also the mother's teaching. The word instruction in the original text means Torah, the law of God. As 
Parents, we should teach our children the law of God or the word of God. So, that's why children should obey their parents' teaching of the truth. If the children will listen to this teaching, God's word or his instruction will become a garland crowning their head or a chain adorning their neck. Which means that honor should be bestowed upon your child. And how about Proverbs chapter 3 verses 1 and 2? My son, do not forget my teaching. But keep my commands in your heart, for they will prolong your life and many years and bring you peace and prosperity. Do not forget my teaching. Do not forget the Torah. So if you uh, consider the book of Proverbs and what's mentioned in the book of Ephesians, they are of the same principle. A person who honors and obeys his parents, or a person who honors his parents, will enjoy long life on earth. In the book of Proverbs, we are told here that God will prolong his life on earth. So, there's a first principle that we need to understand. As father, as mother, when you teach your children with truth, and as children, we need to obey our parents' teaching in the Lord. So, Young, per, young people, let me ask you this question. Are you listening to what your parents are saying to you? Words spoken by your parents, are they in accordance to God's truth or not? Because obeying your parents is not an absolute in its sense. There's a certain guideline or boundary. In the Lord. Which means that in the Lord. You obey or listen your parents in the truth of God. So whatever requirements or requests of your parents. You should evaluate and consider are they in accordance to God's truth or not. Unless you listen. If you do not want to listen. You want to provide a reason why? Is it because it's not in accordance to God's truth? Or is it just because you refuse or dislike listening? So, young men, you need to ask yourself this question. Whenever my parents would make this request, if I refuse to comply, is it because I don't want to obey or comply? Or is it because their request is against God's truth? Uh, allow me to explain this in a more detailed manner. More sensitive, more sensitive manner. Because what happened really uh, is experienced by many families in our midst. And it is the friendship or courtship of uh, our children. 
in case your children or your child has a girl or boyfriend who is a, a non-Chinese, what will you do? As parents, traditionally, many Chinese parents would prefer their children to uh, interact or mingle with Chinese as well. If the uh, Boyfriend or girlfriend is a Filipino. How will you address the issue? And as parents, do you obey what your parents want you to do? And as parents, of course, you're uh, concerned about your children's marriage. In our hearts, you prefer that they would have an ideal husband or a good spouse. May I ask? What are the requirements or specification of a good husband or a good wife? Is it a matter of their religious life or spiritual life or is it because of their behavior? Or their race or nationality? It's evidently clear it's not related to their race or nationality. In the same way, Chinese would have good ones and not so good ones. Other nationalities will likewise have the good ones and not good ones. When you are against or if you are for or agreeing, agreeing to, what are your reasons? Are they in accordance to what the Bible teaches? If should there be a day, if your child would have a Filipino boyfriend or girlfriend, even if you disapprove, but you need to communicate this very well to your children. Where are your reasons? What are your reasons? Is it because of the spiritual life or behavior of that person? Or is it because of the culture? You need to be clear about this. And as children, you need to listen carefully. What are the reasons behind their approval or disapproval? Are they in accordance with the biblical truth? The most important thing is Communication. You need to have this good communication. As a child that is after God's heart, there's a very important principle. Obey your parents' teaching in the Lord. Second, honor your father and mother. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 2 to 3. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. What does it mean to obey your parents? And what does it mean to honor your parents? The Bible required us to obey our parents. Honor your parents. Uh, to honor our parents. Not obey your parents. Not obey. Pastor, don't you think these are the same? There's a slight difference. Please listen carefully as I explain. If the Chinese uh, say to obey your parents, it's, it means submission to submit to follow. 
Simply put, you just listen to what your parents say. Whatever the parents say, then you should do it. So you may ask this question: Is it wrong for parents to require your children to be submissive? Of course, there's nothing wrong. But there should be a boundary or a a, a limit where the children will obey. Obey the, your parents in the Lord. So if you listen and if you obey to your parents, you should do so within the boundary of God's truth. So the obedience provided us with this boundary. If it's not in accordance to God's truth, no. You can say no. Many unbelievers. Oftentimes they would criticize Christians as not having filial piety. And why are they not uh, like that? After one of their parents died, they will not show respect by paying the final homage. It's one of the greatest misconceptions. Because Christianity focuses on filial piety. The fifth commandment in the tenth commandment. In Exodus 20, verse 12, the fifth commandment says, Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. And there are two big segments in the Ten Commandments. The first four commandments are commandments that are for uh, the relationship between God and man. The fifth up to the tenth commandment, it uh, mentioned about the relationship between man and his family. The first and foremost in the interpersonal relationship commandment is honor your father and mother. Christianity is the religion, is the belief that focuses on filial piety. And some of you may ask, how come as a Christian's offspring, you are not allowed, you are discouraged to uh, worship your parents when they passed away? Let me tell you. It's not the main real meaning of filial piety. Let me show you what's the main reason uh, for the main meaning of filial piety. If you want your children to show filial piety, it's not that you worship uh, after a parent's death. You should show your filial piety while your parents are still alive on earth. What is it, does it mean to show filial piety? The Chinese has this book of rights and it mentioned what's the requirement of filial piety. There are three levels in this. The highest level requires you to respect your parents. And 
to be followed by do not disgrace or humiliate your parents. And the last requirement means that you take care and provide for your parents' needs. In accordance to this book of rights, looking after your parents and taking care of them, providing for their needs, uh, is, uh, belongs to the third one. You provide food for your parents. You uh, buy good clothing for them. It's the lowest among the three. Uh, Confucius once said this. If you feed your parents, what's the difference between feeding your pet, your dogs, or your cats? Our parents raised and uh, protect us when we were small, provided us with clothing and food to eat, and look after us, our lives. Now our parents are old. It's only fair that we look after them. You know that human beings are considered the weakest animal in the world. After a baby is born, if no one will look after the baby, all the babies would die. The animals are different. And it's so amazing with the animals. After a cow gives birth to a cow, after the horse gives birth to a baby, if you look carefully, not long thereafter, the animal will be able to stand on its own. And this baby animal will learn how to run or learn how to survive. Only humans cannot survive. And humans are frail beings. If parents will not rear us or look after us after we are born, that baby will die. It's only fair if you look after your parents. But yet it belongs to the third rank requirement in the book In the middle, you should never disgrace or humiliate your parents. You should never allow your parents to be embarrassed or... You should not scold them. You should not blame them that they are useless and they are already old. You should not allow your parents to always look at your facial expression to conduct their behavior. Because your parents are also humans. Especially when they are old. There are many things that they cannot do by themselves when they grow old. And when they reach that stage in their life that the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. And yet, they still possess the human dignity. You should never allow your parents to feel that they are no longer human beings. Let us not allow them to be embarrassed. The highest level is to respect your parents. Not only give them money, not only provide food for them, but most important of all, you respect them. Allow them to enjoy the honor. In other words, 
because of you, your parents should feel proud and be honored by you. I'm proud of you. Sometimes you say you say that I'm proud of my children. So Yet this is not a question or an issue of money. Imagine, Just imagine. One day, if you become an extremely wealthy individual, CEO, a CEO of a big company, but yet you disrespect your parents, and you are impolite in your speech, do you think your parents will be proud of you or not? The true filial piety means to provide for our needs, to look after them, avoid being disgracing our parents, and so that they'll be honored. How about a worship of ancestors? It's a Chinese folk belief. A combination of Taoism and Buddhism. As Christians, we do not worship our and not because we are not filial. Because the biblical truth tells us that you should worship only one and only two God. And yet, we should respect our parents. Especially when our parents are alive on earth. We respect them. We look after them. And when they passed away, we still remember them in our heart. Of course, as Christians, we are not against the elaborate uh, funeral services. It's our way of showing our respect to our parents. More important than this is, while our parents are still alive, how do we treat them? Just in case if, if our parents are still alive and we are disrespectful to them, we scold them. You're old and you're useless. One day when they passed away, no matter how much you wail and cry in front of their tomb, may I ask, is there any meaning? Young men, if your parents are still alive on earth, uh, honor and re respect them. Not do this after they're dead. You should do this while they're alive. How? You honor your parents, you respect them. How about to honor? Honor, honor means to respect them. And that's why these Chinese characters would connect similar meanings. Honor your parents. The Bible tells us that we need to honor our parents. And the Chinese uh, tradition, it, the highest level of honor is to show full respect to your parents. So both of them have the same meaning. The second requirement the Bible requires of us is not just to honor but to respect and obey. Obey your parents. Obeying our parents would have its limit or requirements. Obey your parents in the Lord. We need to obey our parents in the law. 
Whatever our parents say, are they in accordance to God's truth? Do you listen or not listen? You should be bounded or guided by the biblical truth. However, if you honor your parents, you are not subjected to this condition. Even if your parents would uh, unreasonably require of you, if as children, we still need to honor them. Even if you don't want to listen, but you need to honor them. Your attitude is very important. You know how the Bible teaches us? In 1st Timothy chapter 5 verses 1 to 2. Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as if he were your father. Older women as if she were your mother. One day, if your parents would commit a mistake, as children, you should not harshly rebuke your parents, but uh, uh, you should exhort them. And here we are told the second principle, is honor your father and mother. which means to honor your father and mother. May the Lord help us. At home, we listen to our parents. Obey the Lord. We obey the Lord. And as we honor and respect our parents, but should be in the truth. This is with these uh, requirements. Uh, however, if you honor your parents, honoring our parents is unconditional. Even if what they require us to do is not in accordance to God's biblical truth. You can say no. Just like when your parents would require you to worship your ancestors, you may say no. But you should do so with a respectful attitude. So our attitude should be very important. When Apostle Paul said this to Timothy, Paul said to Timothy, in the last days, the perilous time shall come. First, people will be lover of themselves, they will be disobedient to their parents, they will be unloving. It's the very great danger in the end times. May the Lord help us that we may be uh, away from these dangers. That you, you and I may be a children after God's own heart. And we honor and obey our parents in the Lord. In the Lord. As we obey our parents, let me remind you once again as parents God never required our children to earn a lot of money uh, neither are, are we required to uh, expect our children to be ahead of others or to do something neither are our children uh, required to follow and listen to everything you want. 
Some of them may be only the parents' requirements. But God required our children to honor our father and mother in the Lord. Our Lord required our children to honor, to respect our parents. Should there be one day your children truly honor you and obey you in God's truth, then you need to be very happy. And you should not impose a stricter requirement than what God requires. Young men, while your parents are still alive on earth, uh, honor and respect them well. Obey them. For God will bless you by doing so. For God loves uh, obedient uh, children who honor their parents. May the Lord bless you. And once I, I shared this message of a young man that God uh, Jesus spoke to him three times. God spoke to Jesus three times. And on three occasions, God said the same thing. You are my beloved whom I delight in. You know why? Because on these three different occasions, Jesus did the same thing. And Jesus uh, was doing what God commanded him to do. And it delighted, it you, pleases the Father's heart. May the Lord help us. When you see your child following God's biblical truth, then your joy should be complete. And do not require more than what God expects you to require. Them Young people, do whatever is needed to do in accordance to what the Bible teaches us. And be a child after God's own heart. May God bless you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Today, as we ponder upon what does it mean to be a child after God's heart, as we honor our father and mother in the Lord, allow us to respect our parents, no matter how old they may be, that we may respect and honor them throughout their lives. As parents, please help us to raise and require our children only in God's biblical truth and allow us not to require more than what the Bible requires so that our families will be a family after God's own heart and may our children be children after God's heart and may God bless each family Bless our children. And we pray this in the holy name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Amen.
next Sunday will be the concluding part of our message series. For this family summit. For this family Sunday. So closing message for family summit. And next Sunday we'll be sharing with you the closing message for our family summit. See you next Sunday. God bless you. God bless you.